mic a little bit more. Uh, I'm going back to my last week was Hiram. I was in a sound studio with an espresso machine. Uh, I liked the episode, but there was when I listened back to it, he was using multiple mics and I liked it, but it wasn't as good as this mic I'm using right now. Uh, I think, you know, he was coming off a big trip. So he was using one main mic and then he was using using another one and i think it was during the editing i need to break it down more but that that being said thank you for listening i'm excited to be back this is episode 46 uh of the cannabis coffee hour and um today i am uh not smoking any cannabis but i do have a crazy i'm burning some mandarin uh, I've actually got a new CBD drink. I've been, uh, this is not even CBD because people are not even saying CBD. Everybody's going hemp at, uh, at hemp extract. You don't even nowadays, like the market is moving so fast, especially in New York. Um, I'm doing more and more like pot friendly shows and they're at like mainstream event places and New York, man, I, I was by Union Square like the other night. People were blazing up all over the place. But I did hear somebody getting tickets. So watch your ass. You can get written up a ticket. So you may not, you know, you may not need uh, that ticket. But they're not throwing your ass in jail like they did to me in 2007 for smoking a roach. Because um, people are blazing up. Um, and it's a good... I love it. I love it. I mean, some people complain about the smell, but every time I smell it, I'm like, man. I mean, sometimes I feel a little, I don't know, it goes either way with cannabis. Uh, some people use it as a positive force, but then I think some people use it as like a numbing force. And I think we all use it in both of those ways, but... There's a, the whole, yeah, there's a, there's, there's, we can go deep on all this. I, I, I do know that the word assassin came from Hashin. Like there was, uh, I forget what it was, but in India, I believe like these, the, uh, let me look up, assassin, hash, assassin hashish. Uh, the Order of Assassins. Yeah. Hashish smokers are users. Look at that. Yeah, it comes from... It, it, like... Yeah. In the mountains of Persia and Sayyarin from 1090 to the Order of Assassins uh, to 1275, the name was not used by the Nazareth themselves but it was given by their opponents um yeah these guys were just fucking badasses the word assassins came from dudes that smoked a lot of hash but that kind of goes to where i talk about whether you're gonna go towards the darkness or the lightness and going up and out or down and uh i don't know i'm going all over the place but it is kind of crazy i'm sure somebody else can talk a little i should have did a little bit more uh, research on that before i jumped right into it but i guess what i'm saying is like i usually when i smell okay the assassins were finally linked in the 19th century uh scholars steva of the arabic word hashish using various names assassin assassi citing uh, the example of one of the first application of the Arabic term hashish 
in the 13th century. This may this shit might be way over my head, yo. <laughs> but there, uh, I guess what I'm saying is there's there's a there's a dark side of hippiedom, and then there's a light side of hippie. I think it's everything. Everything has darkness and lightness. So I guess when I'm smelling on the street, maybe I'm like, oh, maybe there's a sketchy cat that could punch me in the face or somebody that's not mentally there. Or it's somebody just listening to something goofy and goofballing with their friends. And I usually, when I smell it, I think it's more of the happy. Sometimes I walk by like, you know, I'm 46. I walk by a bunch of like, it was in Brooklyn, let's say two o'clock night, young, young teenagers on a bench. They weren't even teenagers. They're like 22 or some shit. But they were smoking. And they were smoking some loud, loud. I always loved that term, loud. And since I know weed well enough, I know when it's fucking loud. Meaning it's strong. Meaning these guys ain't smoking regular, regular. And I think somebody that wouldn't know what was going on may be scared. But since I knew they were smoking loud... For some reason, I knew they weren't going to be fucking with me. I just knew it. I knew in my mind that they were in their own world. They were having fun. They were talking amongst themselves. And just, and I walked, you know, right in the middle of them, walked right through. It was like 2.30 in the morning. Um, I didn't, you know, it was, uh, you know, I just, and they didn't. They didn't. They even gave me the nod. Um, you know, the vibes were there. That's what this stuff is called. So I'm excited about the vibes. We're going to be talking about the vibes. You know me. I run on the vibes. Um, and I haven't been having, I haven't had smoked cannabis in the last week. I got to tell you, it's been like a really, I don't want to go way deep into my personal life because everybody's got shit going on. But yeah, I'm juggling a lot of shit and, and I haven't been smoking that much herb. I've just been running hard. Um... To the point where when I just lay down my head, I just like, I, I'm so excited to go to sleep. <laughs> you ever get in those points where you're like, holy fuck, I can go to sleep right now. Um, and even if I'm not sleeping, I've learned, let's say you toss and turn. I'm sure there's a lot of creative folk out there, even if you're not, like a lot of weed smokers, like your mind runs. And my mind is, you know, since the day I was born... I used to just like do laps around my kitchen table. Just my head would be spinning. I remember like so vividly my imagination, like the amount of shit it would create was literally like other universes going on. But um, but I do believe as you get older and I do believe meditation is the way I, uh, I really zend out my whole workspace like even where I record this in my in my little studio here at home, like I just, dude, I simplified. I'm getting it down to the fucking bare minimum where it's literally just a laptop, a printer, and I'm recording this on this thing. And then I have a prayer pad where I've been meditating. I've been doing 15, I've been doing 15 minutes like it's nothing. Like just because I've gotten better at meditating and um, it is something I look forward to. Um, it, you know, it, it, meditation and stretching and all that stuff and working out. I haven't been working out as much. I've been picking back up the guitar some more. But the more you do it, you know, it just becomes a part of the process. Uh, okay, let's fucking cut to the chase. Let's talk about some of this drink. This is called Burning Mandarin. And it's this orange glass cool bottle um i should take a picture of this joint for uh for um for just for maybe to post up for uh for the episode and shit but it's this dope ass bottle man um and um it's just dope and it's orange and it's mandarin and this thing cost me this bottle cost me seven ninety nine, <laughs> but I, I I did get it from a place like I trust these dudes. It is that one like there's this really good health food store that's just like I don't know. There must be some old hippies running that shit. You know these old hippies know weed better than anybody because they're the ones that fucking introduce it. Well, jazz cats, 
and then hippies. But hippies definitely, you know, pushed it forward. And then hip-hop pushed it forward. But, uh, but this stuff is called The Vibes. And this was one of their better bottles. And I was like, I'm going to pick this up. And this is from Los Angeles, California. So I trust that. There was a lot of some of those CBD, some like in the earlier episodes where I tried some of those CBD gummies from like the head shops and shit. And they were just covered in sugar and shit. And they were just fucking whack. But this... When you're talking about weed, you just can't fuck around in California. They don't mess around. So I, I definitely believe uh, this stuff is the real deal. And the company is V-Y-B-E-S. Vibes. Mind plus body function. 25 milligrams MG hemp at, at, at extract. See, that's, uh, see, people are steering away from the CBD um, because, or just labeling shit. There's just a, there was a big rush of just a lot of bunk CBD project products. Uh, but then there was the good shit. And I've tried the good shit and I've tried the bad shit. But the Vibes Manifesto, this thing has, this is Jonifer Eppers, the founder, always in for forever organic vegan vibes made with 100% real love. For too long, we have ignored the physical and emotional toll that living in this fast-paced, chaotic world has caused to our mind, body, and spirit. There are more demands on us today as human beings than at any other time in modern history, which is causing us to feel more stressed and more anxious. Yes, that's a hundred percent. I agree with that. It doesn't have to be this this way. True. Hemp made by Mother Nature has the potential to improve your well-being through a psychological process called homostasis. When our mind plus body is balanced and functioning optimally, we feel calmer, clearer, and more present. You owe it to yourself to feel your best. My sincere hope is that this bottle of vibes can help you get there. All right. Jonathan Eppers, founder. I like the packaging. Um, let's see what's in this stuff. Okay. One gram of sugar is added. 22 grams. Oh, there's a one gram of protein. That's, that's good shit. We got some vitamin A, we got some vitamin C, nice, we got some potassium, and then we got 25 milligrams. So it's tangerine juice, carrot juice, turmeric juice, agave, orange juice, green tea, whoa, cayenne pepper, LA vibes. Man, you can't, you think about California, they really are. This is in West Hollywood. This guy's probably has a fucking field of weed um, that he's growing this shit. Like I said, man. I mean, it's like, I love Colorado and Michigan, but in terms of weed, all those places have blown up, but weed, 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 uh, California's just been up on their shit and you can't, you can't get... It's just another, the culture there is more ingrained into cannabis and they just, it's been generation upon generation passed down. But Vermont and Massachusetts, I'm hearing more. Wherever there's a lot of hippies, there's going to be some good weed. All right, let's open this glass bottle. Um, and then I'll drink some of this. Let's give it a taste. Like it's smelt hempy oh yeah this is a real deal this is this is and it's got it's got the cayenne the taste is all right i mean it's out there i don't think it's for everybody and the only thing is, is that for lunch today i made some jerk chicken i've been making uh i don't know i got this great bottle of jerk sauce but it, my wife bought it but it was very hot she thought it was going to be the mild, but this sauce was like the fire fire. And there was some good chicken I had in the freezer. So I put that in the slow cooker. And then I 
uh, I put, uh, well, first I put the jerk sauce. You get the jar of jerk, Jamaican jerk sauce. You can get it. There's, they have their own like Heinz ketchup. I was going to grab the bottle, but I don't feel like walking into the kitchen right now. But they have their own like, there's like three major jerk chicken sauces. To make jerk chicken is just pretty much their barbecue sauce, but it's not like barbecue sauce. It's more like grains and it's like gritty and dark. And it's got this certain, it's not sugary, it's got this certain, like, just kick, this earthy kick to jerk chicken. And I love it. And you get a really good taste for it. Uh, but you could put the jerk sauce, if you could put that sauce in pretty much anything. Um, you know, you could put it, you know, I've saw jerk chicken salads and shit in Jamaica and stuff if you go to a nice restaurant. Um... But I made it in the slow cooker. But I do know that you got to like, I had a piece of Tupperware and I put the chicken in there. And then I put the jerk sauce on the chicken and I let it stew in the refrigerator, just kept it overnight. And then I put it in the slow cooker. But kick this. Then I put organic carrots. Then I chopped up like a half an onion. And then I chopped up a whole green pepper. And this all cost me like $2 to get these vegetables. And then I, uh, I had a bag of rice and I had some red skin potatoes. Something about red skin potatoes, man. Those are the fucking bomb. Um, I like, you know, good old mashed potatoes are good, a good baked potato. But when you get the red skin, those are those just perfect bite size. And if you cut them in half and I don't know, there's something classy and tasty about those motherfuckers. Uh, I don't know why I just had to say motherfucker right there, but <laughs> I'm trying to step back on my, uh, uh, like when I'm doing stand-up comedy, like I think a lot of the reason I'm not always like, like I'm on, you know, my, my act, I do say fuck a lot <laughs> and I curse a lot. It is a part of who I am and I, I do curse when I do stand-up. I say motherfucker, and when I, even when I don't need to, like I've been filming myself on my iPhone a lot when I'm performing and going over it. Like I'm, take, I'm trying to step up and taking everything a little bit more serious because I got to provide and uh, ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so I've been noticing that I'm cursing a little bit too much. But the thing about cursing is this, is like, it's truthful, you know, because it, it expresses an amount of pain and seriousness. And I think that's when it, that whole PC, like, I'm not getting into that whole fucking comedy PC or not PC. Like, I, I never even felt that way. Any, I just wanted to do some goofball shit. And I, I say shit a lot. But, uh, you know, I try not to be racist and I try not to uh, be too sexist. Uh, I try to be, and mostly I try to be myself. And that's the thing about cursing that I did read a psychology thing that um, people trust people who curse. Because real life, you know, you bust your nail, you, your aunt went crazy and ate a cat, you know, some shit went down. I'm not, none of that happened, but I'm just saying shit goes down. And when you express that to another human being, they understand it because shit goes down in their life. So you're like, yo, some shit went down. And they're like, yeah, I know shit goes down. Um, whereas like, well, I really had some difficult situations here. You're not really sure what kind of difficult situations the dude is going through. Because it's the vibes, man. It's the vibes. Uh, I'm going to drink some more of this. <clears throat> but the only thing is I just like, uh, the, so the jerk chicken, like, oh, so... I put all those vegetables, I put the jerk chicken, I put it in the slow cooker, cooked it overnight, oh, I put some more jerk sauce, and then the last hour, I had some brown rice, and I put some brown rice in the slow cooker, but you can't do that from the beginning or the rice will disintegrate. You gotta do, the slow cooker, you kind of fucking with like four hours, three hours, usually try to do it like at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then by, you know, by two or three, you got a bomb-ass fucking slow cooker joint. But, uh, meal. Some of the best. I mean, the slow cooker, I don't know. The reason, because it, it takes longer, and it's kind of stews in the juices, and it's all kind of all cooking in there. 
um, it just tastes so much better and like the chicken just flakes off and it's just easy to digest and it's cooked all the way through. It's not funky. Um, but so I put, I put some rice in there. So this thing was like this huge stew of jerk chicken, rice, potatoes, peppers, onions. It just smelt amazing. Like even if I didn't have the jerk sauce, it would be amazing. And then when I had the jerk sauce, it was just fucking on. But the only thing is the potatoes, as hot as the jerk sauce was, um, the potatoes and the rice kind of cut the jerk sauce. Like it didn't make it fucking, um, it wasn't as spicy as I wanted to. But the thing about um, making stuff in the slow cookers, you make a big vat of it and then you have it for like three or four days and then you put it in some Tupperware, right? So I put it in the Tupperware and usually the food is better the next day because it gets to stew in all those juices and it all combines. But then I was like, I'm gonna put a couple more spoonfuls of this hot jerk sauce in the Tupperware to give this thing the super kick because I love the food but it didn't have the super duper kick. Because that's what you want. I don't know. You, when I'm eating jerk chicken, I need a little bit of the fire. Uh, meaning the spice. So then I put it, two more spoonfuls of the super jerk, of the super jerk sauce. And I mix it up in the Tupperware. And then it's stewed again overnight. And I just had it. And I went and got a whole roll of biscuits uh, at, the, at the grocery store. Like, that's, you know, that's one. I don't know if they're good for you, but. I did eat a whole roll of them. You know, I am from the South. There is a part of me that just runs on grits and biscuits. Um, but I had this roll of fucking biscuits. And I uh, cooked that yesterday. But I saved like two of these big homestyle biscuits. And then I fried the biscuits in the pan today. Like I, like I just, not fried them. I just put a little bit of butter in the pan. And then I put them face down. I cut them at, open in half put them face down so it just like grilled and warmed these biscuits up like toasted them but on a grill which is always like you know it's pretty much fried bread and then I I heated up the jerk chicken mush and I put that over the biscuits like it was fucking gravy and and it, this was the stuff that had the super like when the double spoonful of the fire fire and I just ate that and it was a little too much. Like it was too, it was delicious, but I was like, oh fuck, this is hot. Like the biscuit helped it, but I actually had to eat an extra hot dog bun in order to calm down all the spices in my mouth. And now I'm drinking this burning mandarin saw, uh, drink. We'll see. Uh, but the CBD is helping me. Um, I only had like two things of it and I haven't smoked um, I'm going to try to be honest. I didn't have any weed yesterday. But after... What was that one show? Usually after stand-up comedy shows, I do like smoking pot. If somebody has and offers me some, I usually do. If I know the dude. I'm not like smoking with every stranger out there. I have before, but you know, I usually eyeball them up. But uh, I checked the vibes. You gotta, you gotta do a vibe check wherever you go, man. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I uh, it's been a few days. So actually, this this is getting me through right now. It's the afternoon. I haven't gone to the gym yet, but I did stretch. I did my yoga poses, and I'm doing doing more of the balance shit, like the one legged shit. And I have to say what I'm really psyched out is like I could touch my toes with absolutely, like I can grab my big toe now, like grab them both when I'm sitting down. And that was, I could barely, like I remember three years ago when I was like, oh, I'm a little stiff. I could barely bend over and I ha I don't have any back trouble and I walk everywhere. Um, because I've been, you know, I go in, I do my stretches, my yoga, and I'm working on my balance and then... I go right into my meditation. I got like a pad, like a meditation, like I got a pillow and I put it up against the wall and I put a pillow back behind the small of my back 
and I go through my mantras and uh, I'm just really trying to be positive. But it is hard as I understand why people don't do it because, man, it is hard as fuck. Uh, you know, I kind of have my back against the wall on a lot of different things right now. Mostly just got to get some money up. But things are coming through. It's just, you know, it's like what Tom Petty said, man, the waiting's the hardest part. I think it was Tom Petty's birthday, or maybe this is when he passed away. But that was, you know, that song, Waiting is the hardest part. Every day just You take it on faith. You take it to the heart. The waiting is the hardest part. That's a lot in life is the waiting, you know is like, oh, I have this goal, or it's the anxiousness. But what I'm learning is that's just, you know, living in the future, which you can't. Living in the future causes anxiety. And living in the past causes depression. Living in the moment is when you can find the positivity of life. Um... And just finding solace, you know, in a, a quiet moment, a moment by yourself, um, drinking a cup of coffee, staring out the window with absolutely nothing on your mind. That's fucking Zen Zen, more Zen right there. But, you know, life beckons and you got to make some cash and the universe pulls you in all these different ways and your interests and what you want to do. You know, part of me is just like, why do I want to do this stand-up comedy? And why do I want to be famous? Or why do I want to express myself? Why do I want to open myself up to the public? Because, you know, after a while, it's like, huh? You know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, I just want to, you know. But mostly, I just never wanted a day job. I never, I just, and I don't like conforming. And I don't want to do what everybody else does, you know. I kind of want to just do my own thing. Uh and that's what I read. I'm following this really, uh, really cool graffiti artist. But now he's like a graphic designer, super artist. But he was like one of the original wild style cats. You should check his shit out. This dude is heavy. I've been, I've been memeing it up. Not memeing it up, but like kind of self-helping it. I just take pictures all the time. With Instagram, if I see something I like, uh, I go for it. But uh, what was that joint? Oh. What was that shit? Okay, Dozy Green. Check out Dozy Green. D-O-Z-E-G-R-E-E-N. He was a graffiti artist, and I believe he did like the... Uh, there's these original characters in hip-hop, um, kind of the cartoon style. I think another one is like... There's another other famous one, but this dude was like the guy that did like the heads with like the ski goggles and shit. And I think he may have did like the original bubble letters of the term wild style, um, which was wild style was like one of the first hip hop movies, even before Beat Street. It was an independent movie. It's a great flick. Um and it was all about graffiti writing and it had some breakdancing and it also had Double Trouble, this, these rap groups. It ended in this big super concert. I think it was in the South Bronx or maybe in Brooklyn. I need to revisit that film, Wild Style. But Dozy Green, he put this up. And I don't know if it's a poem. I don't know what the... Or if it's a mantra or if it's meditation. It just starts always. Roll solo. Walk in truth. Live in compassion. Respect and honor the mother. Follow the Dharma. Eat healthy. Be honest. Observe without judgment. Do not harm, do no harm to self or to others. Walk away from those who hate. Say maybe more often, love and respect of others. Be still, be silent now. Yo, that's some Zen shit right there, man. That's some heavy shit. Because always roll solo. I roll solo a lot. I mean, I got my friends, I got crews. But even in high school and even in comedy, like, I got my crews, but 
I've also kind of walked solo, man. I always do kind of my own thing. Walk in truth. You got to know who you are, man. A lot of it's it's just being yourself and walking in truth. That's what that's about. And it's the hardest thing to be yourself, you know? It, 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 it's fucking hard. It takes a lifetime to learn to be yourself. Like, I don't, I think society beats that shit out of you. You know it when you're a kid, but then you gotta go out there and make some money. You got your heart broken a couple times, some bullshit went down. Um, you went down the wrong path for a few years. Whatever it may be, you know, you gotta just come back to live in compassion. Yeah, just be in compassion. Everybody's talking about, oh, these people are empathetic and compassionate. Yeah, that's what you should be. I've been talking about that forever. Respect and honor the mother. That's true. My mom has gotten so much older. It's hard. The only thing is, like, I would like to say I'm perfect and I love my mom, but she doesn't have her hearing aids. We got to get her some these new hearing aids. And I've been talking to her on the phone and I'm literally, like, screaming in my apartment. And it sounds like I'm screaming at my mom. I think my neighbors think I'm fucking yelling at my mom. But no, I have to say things like 20. You know, my mom's 86. She had me when she was 40. I'm lucky that she's still alive. And I end all the conversations of she can understand I love you. But if I'm talking like, oh, you got to go to this appointment here. And here's this number for this thing. You know, this is all the shit I'm fucking dealing with. And so uh, I'm like screaming <laughs> So it doesn't sound that good, but I love and respect my mom. My mom gave me everything. That's why, I mean, I said this before. I, but some some people have fucked up moms. My mom wasn't that... I mean, my mom was funky. My mom is very funky in terms of just the way she... I think that's where I have gotten my walk and talk from. It's just like, she doesn't... She doesn't plug in to like what everybody else is plugged in. She just does... What she does. Maybe all moms are like that. I don't know. Maybe your mom's like that. But I always think about Eminem. Well, I shouldn't judge him. But there's that whole thing. Just yelling at his mama on the first couple albums. Um, follow the Dharma. Be, eat, uh, eat healthy. I did that. I'm not sure what the Dharma is. Well, I do know what the Dharma It's kind of like a code. There's some type of Zen super thing there observe without judgment i'm trying to do that that's been a part of my meditations is like i think we go through our day just especially with all this twitter and politics and just all the judge 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 it's like what the fuck i don't got time to judge other motherfuckers i only got like maybe 20 if i'm lucky if i got 20 more years in me yo it's like do I really have time to go through somebody else's fucking moral compass and shit? Like, if, if they're not stepping to me right at that moment, then uh, I got to keep it moving. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's just like, that's what I love about meditation is like, I do have s such wild thought, like just my brain gets overactive with thoughts. And learning how to calm your brain down is what meditation, learning just... Thoughts are bullshit, you know, you can, they're, they're a dime a dozen, they just, you know, you can just Rolodex them all fucking day long, but until you learn to kind of, meditation helps that, is just step away from your thoughts. Um, so, the burning mandarin, it, this tastes good, but it's, a, it tasting a little odd right after I had, well, I should act like it's, like I'm in Jamaica right now. Um, cause it's, it's called burning Mandarin vibes. It's good. It is making me feel better. Oh, I just chugged, but it's got that cayenne. So it's kicking with that jerk sauce a little bit. I don't know. Maybe the gym, I might have to wash this down with a little salt, sir, sir. Do no harms to others and do no harms to yourself. I think that's like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't have negative thoughts. You know, a lot of it's just like beating yourself up. But some people use that shit to, uh, to motivate themselves, motivate themselves. And I think I would try to do that sometimes. But um, I think it had adverse effects on myself. Uh, I don't know. Walk away from those who hate. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, 
if if you're just if somebody's like kicking some racist shit or some sexist shit or some just some bullshit like you don't have to engage you know you just fucking walk away a lot of what like trump and just dicks and general it's it's a lot for attention and attention is power See, you go, attention is power. You go, blah, blah. You talk some crazy bullshit that everybody looks at me and then you have the attention and the attention is powerful and then you pull out, drink Coca-Cola sign. <laughs> That's what advertisers are. That's what advertisements are. Advertisements are a, it's a, you know, a device in order to gather attention in order to sell you some shit. Um, so it's like, you know, attention is power. And so the more, so if somebody's kicking some crazy shit, the, the last thing you should do is even acknowledge that motherfucker. Is walk away. And say maybe more often. I like this one. Because I'm always like, oh, I need to say yes to everything or no or have a decisive plan. But, you know, some, it's like you got to meet in the middle. So I think maybe it's like, because nobody knows what the intimate future is really is. And you don't know where you're going to be coming from when this future comes around. So, you know, maybe, you know, it's like, um, maybe, maybe this is a good podcast. Maybe it's not. Maybe this shit's working. Maybe it's not. Mind and body function. But I, I totally agree with this sentence right here. There's more demands today um, as a human than any time in modern history. Yeah, I believe that, especially with this run for money and power and in the amount of technology and, uh, you know, even the, you know, the planet melting and all that shit. It's like, whew, it's really heavy to deal with. But I do think uh, going back to nature in some sense is the path. Um, go, living more naturally. That's all. You know, why aren't we using cannabis to do all our paper products? Why aren't we using cannabis plants for all of our plastics? You know, they, we've, they, they can do that. Um, be still and be silent. Well, I can't be still and I can be still. But I can't be silent because I am on an audio podcast right now. So that would be kind of weird. But maybe I'll do one where I'm just not talking and see how that comes out. Uh, that I, uh, I remember that one movie. Was it CB4 where the producer came out with like the hottest track and then there's like there's no music on it. It was such a great joke. I need to watch CB4 again. That's Chris Rock's movie. But I think it's like a Puff Daddy producer type and he's like, oh, that might have been Tang. I don't know. Um, but be still, be silent now. Love that shit, man. Because, you know, just during the day, uh, it's nice to be still and be silent. You don't always have to be doing shit all the time. A lot of it's just saving the energy. Uh, speaking of jerk chicken and uh, Hasi, Haile Selassie. This is from him, and this is what like Bob Marley was really into, is this dude, this Ethiopian president, they would kick some mad shit. Like, they even, they were like, this dude was the messiah to them almost. Well, I don't know about messiah or whatever, but a lot of people held Hasi Alasi in the Rastafarian movement in high regards, and I see why. Because, uh, check out this quote. This quote's dope. This is like some of the meme shit I've been capturing on my phone. But Spirituality does not come from religion. It comes from our soul. We must stop confusing religion and spirituality. Religion is a set of rules, regulations, rituals created by humans, which was supposed to help people grow spiritually. Due to human imperfection, religion has become corrupt, political device and a tool for power struggle spirituality is not theology or ideology it's simply a way of life pure and original as was given by the most high of creation spirituality is a network linking us to the most high the universe and each other work 
I'm digging that. And this is a quote from Joseph Campbell that I was digging on. Um, and this kind of goes back to kind of all the cannabis talk I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, kind of links all... This is some of the stuff I'm kind of like going over with my mind and as I meditate and just moving forward. And uh, like I've been reading this positivity book. But the goal of life is to make your heartbeat match the beat of the universe. To match your nature with nature. That's the gig right there, man. Oh, and this was the other one I took. And this will be the last thing I fucking kick from uh, on kind of a self-help mean shit. Because, you know, you guys can do... Everybody, has, everybody goes through their own shit. Everybody has their own shit they're working on. But this is the stuff I'm vibing with. But the sage battles with his or her own ego. The fool battles with everyone else's. See? You, it's A lot of it is uh, how you react to certain situations and how your ego reacts to situations. Like, I will say that I'm kind of going through... I'm not kind... I mean, I'm doing fine. I'm alive. My family's alive. Everybody's doing good. And I could choose to take maybe some of this stagnation... Or, you know, I'm just waiting on a couple things to move forward and go down a negative hole. Or I can choose to be like, hey, this is some time to reflect, to come kind of clean up, kind of take a moral, you know, cleanse, kind of just go, you know, like I zend out my whole desk, like cleaned out all this shit, got rid of all the bullshit that I wasn't working with. Next thing is my closet. I need to go through all my fucking clothes and throw out the shit I ain't ever wearing because you know your closet you know there's like five things you wear and then there's like a bunch of bullshit that you thought you might wear once or twice and you never wore it that's the type of you know I think that's how that's how our mind is that's how our life is and that that's why I always fucked with Bruce Lee about like his thing is like don't don't fucking work with any systems use all the systems and take what you like out of them. And if it works with your vibe, then work with that shit. And if it's not, you know, drop it, yo. Keep it moving. Um, so the jerk chicken and the <laughs> drinking some burning mandarin. Uh, yeah, and I've been meditating. Um, trying to think. What else we can talk about? I have been playing my guitar more. I need to tune it. I started jam. I was just kind of stressed. And I just picked it up. I was like, get me away from this fucking computer and social media. Like, it just jams up your brain sometimes. I'm like, ah. And I started playing my guitar. And it uh, sounded good. But I need to tune it up. Um, and I rearranged. I got one picture on the wall in my little office. And it's the album cover of the Beatles Yellow Submarine. Which I haven't, I have, to tell you the truth, I haven't listened to that album like all the way through. But I, I mean, I dig the Beatles just because they all harmonize. And in terms of songwriting, like the older I get, the more I understand how cool they were. You know, but they're not, the, I, I, don't, I don't like idol worship or like Jim Morrison or the Rolling, you know, kind of that rock and roll. You know, I, I know it all too well. And I also have been in show business that a lot of the gig is just you do the, what you do and you do it as hard as you can and you kind of make it through the tough times. And if you get lucky, you get lucky. And these guys got lucky, but they were very talented and they're all different types of people, but they had a certain love for the music and they had a harmony. I dig harmony. I do dig harmony. There's, I love peace. I love harmony. Um... That was, that was the thing um, I was thinking about. Oh, this is Lao Tzu. This other, I'll tell you another one. And I kind of kicked the same shit. But this is the type of things I'm thinking about. If you're, if you're depressed, you are living in the past. If you're anxious, you are living in the future. If you're at peace, you are living in in the present. And I think, I totally believe that when you're in the present, like when you're just at peace, it's usually just like, yeah, I like who I am and where I am 
right this moment. And I think I've been living in the future a little bit too much, and that's made me extra anxious. Um, but I'm learning more and more. I mean, it's every day you gotta fucking revamp it all up. But I do believe cannabis. I'm gonna probably hit some weed later on today. Uh, maybe after, because I am doing an awesome show in Bushwick tonight. I've been doing a lot of shows. This room's at the Cobra Club. This place is awesome. They have a show at 8 o'clock called from Live from Outer Space. And the dude just hit me up that uh, I'm doing that in Brooklyn tomorrow. And then I'm also doing a storytelling show tomorrow. And I think I'm going to talk, do my story about um, getting arrested for weed. I want to work. Kind of, I'm going to try to retape that for this new mixtape that I'm going to put out. Or re-record it. I don't know why it's the same tape. Um, but, um, so I'm going to do that at Pete's Candy Store on Saturday. And then tomorrow I'm going to be at the Cobra Club. I know some of you people might be living, I've been seeing the numbers. Like, I'm getting shit in Europe. People are listening to me in Australia. People are listening to me in Canada. So, I'm, I'm going to... I did get some contacts. I may be coming to Berlin. I did uh, in Switzerland. There's some comedy stuff that my friend hooked me up with the producers and they're interested in bringing me over. So get ready, world. There's some shit going down um, with the Cannabis Coffee Hour or with Rob Cantrell. And I'll be doing, I hate to use my name in the third person, but with me, uh, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be mixing it up. I'm going to be touring. Um, mostly with myself right now, it looks like. Uh, I'm talking, I'm doing a Michigan run. Um, it looks like in December. So I'll let you know, I'll know more about that. Right now, um, if you want to catch me in New York, check out my Twitter, at Rob Cantrell, and I'll put up like last minute sets, last minute, you know, you know, a lot of those shows, I'm not getting paid for that much. You know, it's just like, I'm going to go work out and do, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. So I'll put those up there. Um, so yeah, you can check me out. That's a good place at Rob Cantrell to check out um, just last minute, like New York shows. In terms of touring, I'll announce some stuff coming up very soon. Um, and then... Also, please like and subscribe to this podcast. You know, please write a review. Write a review. It will help me get sponsors. It will help grow this podcast, get more guests. Like, I'm just, we're slowly building everything. Like, I worked with Hiram, and that's a studio. And I'll get the mics better over there. I'll set up, and I'll have some guests. And then I got another spot. And then I have some road dates. And I'm getting better at just like, I just jumped on here, and we're already almost at an hour, and I had a blast. A lot of this stuff feels like therapy to me, but uh, a lot of it is going towards the positive. Like, I just see a, a gap in society that every, everything's going down, and like, everybody, everything's so bleak. But it's also, you can look at it two ways, you know? You only have this one life. You got to go all in, man. You got to go up and out. You got to look up and out. Um, I will say, yeah, the meditation and the stretching has been helping. And then uh, this book on, uh, you could check it out. If you want, I've been reading like a couple chapters. And I, I have to say, I've been, I won't say this is like the most hardest time in my life but there's been a lot of different pressures coming from business and family and social and uh even just the amount of energy i have so this is positive the book's called positivity by barbara Fredrickson, a phd um and it's a top not top notch research reveals the upward spiral that will change your life it's i mean it you just have to read a couple chapters a day, which I do, and it's pretty simple. 
and it just keeps you up and it just kind of reiterates everything. Oh, one was one thing they were talking about, and it kind of goes with the Bruce Lee shit, is like warm feelings and positive feelings are more fluid to you're more resilient and fluid. Kind of like but if you're turning your back to life or going cold, emotionless, like mm, fuck everything. Like I could I got that in me, you know? <laughs> fuck everything, this is bullshit. Nobody can fuck when you go and you try to be so hard, it's a rigid way of thinking. You're kind of blocking you're kind of blocking your exits, you know? You're kind of blocking what might be the door to move forward and some other shit. So, uh, yeah, keep it light, man. Keep it fucking light. Oh, that was the thing. That was a not not to get all spiritual. One more quote. I think today I've just been doing quotes, but that's kind of where my head's at, yo. Uh, You know, where was it was all about keeping light. I think sometimes I think on, on this, and I have a tendency to get a little heavy that I think it's all about me or I think I'm going through so much shit. But, uh, but at the same time, you got to keep it as light. When you, you ever met somebody that just kind of keeps it really light, you know? They're just not as heavy all the time. Like, in... That way you can just kind of bounce and you kind of can fly easier. I can't, I don't know if I could find it. And it was kind of uh, religion-y. It was something out of, it was something, something about angels. Like angels, the reason they're angels is that they keep it light, (laughs) you know? I think some of the nicest people I've run across, I don't know if they're angels or not, or some of the, like, lightest, you know, the vibe is just light. Meaning it's just, it's not that dark, that, not that brooding, but it's just, hey, it's just, ding, you know, that kind of, and you're like, shit, man. And you know they're going through shit. Everybody's got shit they're going through, man. So, but at the same time, if you keep your vibe light, like, that's something I've been doing in my meditation is, I don't know if this works. I think a lot of it's your own creativity and your own imagination. But what helps me is like when I start meditating, I kind of picture my brain as glass. And then I picture my brain just just being clear and see-through. Like there's no thoughts, like zero. Like you're kind of just, you know, it's like if you're brooding and you're thinking and you're overthinking everything, it just feels like a storm in your head, like like almost static. And I've learned what I've read, this positivity talked about it, like worrying happens in the frontal lobe. That's like in the front, it's called the front cortex. Like then, I don't know if this cortex, but it's in the front where your forehead is. That's where a lot of the worrying and the, but a lot of the mechanical like chewing and all that, that's in the back of your head. So when it's time to meditate and you're just learning how to cut your thoughts out, I try to like think from the back of my head and kind of use the back of my head and just think about like my skeleton, kind of observing myself as just outside myself. A lot of just like kind of removing myself and then observing myself as this, you know, just breathing air in, breathing air out. The brain being just like crystal clear glass with no thoughts, like trying to just like drop it out. And that's not saying that's like that, but it's just... It gives you a break, man. It gives you a breather. And I hope this has been a break. I hope this has been a breather. Uh, I, I, I don't know if we talked about enough cool weed shit, but I will say that the Burning Mandarin vibes, mind and function, I'm down to the last bit of it. Shout out California. Shout, the thing about California is, like, I will say Humboldt. I will say Northern California. I will say way up there, man. They've been working with weed since the, you know... 50s and 60s I they just they know that it will help you out but there's also probably some people using guns and you know it's once the money gets involved some shit goes down so you got to watch out where power's at but that's what I do think is like for me it's not like smoke all day every day it cuz the money thing bums me out how expensive it is I just think everybody should have at least one or two plants in their backyard that they could pick. And what about an apple tree? 
got an apple tree, and you got a weed plant. And you can make some fucking apples that have some vitamin C, and you can smoke some weed. Um, speaking of, I know somebody was always like, Rob, I like when you talk about music. And I, I took that as a compliment. But uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a cool thing to check out is uh, this band Supergrass. Now, Supergrass is like a power, uh, kind of like pop, rock, but not, I would say it's a rock trio. And uh, they're from London, they're from England, like the Beatles. Um, but they kind of weeded out and cool. And they didn't blow up as much as like, I'd say their peers were like, I don't know, like Blur and those type of cats. But these were like the cool stoner dudes. Um, and the dude has a sick voice and their guitar tones are ill. Um, it's called Supergrass. And they do the monitor mix. They do this cover of The Police next to you. That's fucking amazing. Check out Supergrass next to you. Check out Estimated Profit by Grateful Dead. Uh, if you know that one, that's kind of funky. The wah-wah pedal, that's a, that's, uh, yeah, the wah-wah pedal, it's a Bob Weir song. There's Jerry Garcia, then there's Bob Weir, uh, Estimated Prophet, Supergrass, um, and, oh, one more, you, you want to know in cool trivia? I don't think nobody on SNL even knows this. The first hip-hop group that ever was on Saturday Night Live, ever, 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 it was the Funky Four plus one. And they have this song called That's the Joint. And it was even before Sugar Hill. I think it was like right around like 80. No, they would be the 70s. So that'd be like 77, 78. And uh, Funky Four plus one, that's the joint. And it has a female rapper on it called Shy Rock. And she's like the first female rapper. And she's got a great tone, sick flow. It's like some of that classic shit. Look that up. That's the joint. Check that out and check out Supergrass next to you. All right, that's it for the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Peace, love, I'll catch you soon. Thank you for listening. Yeah, 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 yeah.